How's it going, everybody? It's uh, it's almost midnight, and uh, I'm about to head to the to the bed for the night. And um, you know, I just got done watching one of my YouTubers, and at the end of you know the show, you know, viewers send in questions and whatnot, and um, you know, something was brought up in the show, and and I kind of just wanted to talk talk about this you know a little bit and that's the i you know the idea that movies can be comforting to you at certain times of your life and of course i've i've talked about several movies over the course of me doing this particular podcast and how um different movies have made me feel um you know that's that's a big part of why i love films so much is um film has gotten me through some of the worst some of the worst times of my life you know um and so I kind of just want to talk about my experience with that a little bit more and have another place for listeners to come and to sort of hear a little bit more about me but also give me an excuse to talk about movies that I love a little bit um two movies off the bat that come up come up uh, come to mind are Finding Neverland and It Chapter One from 2017. Finding Neverland is from like 2004, I think 2003, 2004, something like that. Um, when I remember, because Finding Neverland came around, came out. I think the either the year that I turned 14 or 15. I can't remember. And I remember around that time, I was going through a lot. You know, I've talked a little bit about my personal life on here, you know. I do try to keep it um, mostly entertainment, but it's like a, it's like a, you know, it's like I, uh, I've said before, you know, it's like um, the whole reason why I call this podcast the Shoebox Podcast is because... You know, it's like a shoebox that you keep in the closet as a kid. You have little knickknacks in there, maybe a sock for some random reason you don't know. Maybe, you know, a small little trinket from uh, your grandfather or grandmother or something. You know, but it's just the idea of a box full of a bunch of whatever in it. You know, just things that are special to you for different reasons. And and the reason why I call the podcast that is because, yes my reason for doing this podcast is mostly to talk about movies and TV shows and music and and the things that, you know, I enjoy in terms of art. But, you know, I also don't want to be afraid to talk about the important things of life and, and, and things that happen day to day because, you know, as much as I want to entertain and as much as I want to give my thoughts to people and and stuff, I also want to be real and and I never want to come on here and be fake that's why I don't mind coming on here and coughing or sneezing or t- taking a minute to take a drink because I like, look I'm just like anybody else I'm just a regular dude I'm not on here with any pretense or anything and so but I say that to say you know um I've talked about it in the past about you know my upbringing and, and and where I come from and you guys can go back and and, and watch that but the quick version is you know 
you know, I, I was raised in a very religious household and, you know, uh, raised to believe certain things. I knew that I was gay from a young age and, you know, I was struggling with my faith. I was struggling with the kind of person that I wanted to be and the short version of it is I was stressed the fuck out and, you know, I had seen a bunch of stuff for Finding Neverland, you know, coming out. Of course, Johnny Depp was one of my favorite actors, but, you know, I don't think any of the theaters around me at the time got it when it was in the theater. Um, and we we weren't able to go to the movie theaters back then like we do now. And it was really more like event things for us back then and something really special. Not to say that it's not special going to the movie theater now, but, you know, just different. So for Easter of the year it came out on DVD, my grandmother got Finding Neverland for me and my sisters. And I'll, I'll never forget the first time I sat down and watched it. Because it hit me on such an emotional and real level. And to me, the thing that I took away from the movie at all is really from the perspective of, of Peter. And that's, um, you know, after losing, you know, if for those of you who might not know the, the synopsis of Finding Neverland, it's all about the, the story of J.M. Barry. And actually, as somebody who has done research into the life of J.M. Barry, while it definitely takes some artistic license um, with some things in the movie... Surprisingly, it's actually pretty faithful for the story that it's telling in the movie. It's actually pretty faithful to what happened in real life. It's it's not too far removed from real life. Um, towards the end of the movie, there are some things that are are, are different, and I and I will go ahead and say now the real life story does not have a happy ending like the movie does, but. For like again, for for the movie that's being told, it it's actually pretty damn accurate. Um, which it's a story about J. M. Barry. He meets this widow and her four sons, and when going to the park, because he he would go to the park to write, and it was this um, woman and her four sons that gave him the inspiration for Peter Pan, and that's how. And so this whole movie is about, like, that story. But one of the things you learn is that Peter, um, who played by, at the time, eight or nine-year-old Freddie Highmore, um, his character, Peter, is kind of cynical. Because, um, you know, they've lost their dad, and he's, he's going through a lot. And, you know, without giving away the, the, the specific details, let's just say that by the end of it, J.M. Barry helps him find his imagination and how to be a kid again, basically. Um, and so for me, the takeaway from the movie is a line that J.M. Barry says to Peter at the very end of the movie. In a very tender, sad moment, he says, just believe, just believe. 
And for me, the whole movie is just this this needed reminder. I think for all of us, especially as adults, to not lose our imagination and to to not take life too seriously and to just have fun and to just believe, you know, and and to not get caught up in every little thing and, and nitpick and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And so for me, it was a very important movie because at the time, with you know, with, with dealing with so much in my life, it was just, it was a reminder for me to kind of relax, you know, and kind of trust that everything in my life will work out. Now, side note, did I ultimately take that advice? Yes and no. Mostly no. But in some ways I did. But, you know, I think it's a very important movie for that. And I think it's especially an important movie for kids to watch for that reason. is Because you never want to see a kid's imagination be stolen from them because you're only a kid once in your life and you know and so for me it was just a very powerful kind of thing the other movie that comes to mind is it chapter one you know um and i um you know as i've talked about here before i've struggled with addiction in my life and I don't really want to go into the specifics of it. Just to say, like, if you know, if you have any idea of what it's like struggling with an addiction, then you can paint a clear picture for yourself. But for me, it was it, chapter one, that really made me um, focus on myself more and want to keep myself in check more. And that's a big reason why it's my favorite movie of all time. No. And I include chapter two and that as well, because to me it's one big story since that came out. But, but you know, to me, and again, not to spoil the movie, but to give a quick synopsis for people who need a reference point. Basically, the, the summed up version of It Chapter One is there's an evil clown entity who in this Stephen King universe pretty much represents, like, the devil or Satan. But he uses each of the kids' fear, own specific fear, against them and the movie. But at the end of the movie, the kids all band together and they fend off Pennywise. That's the gist of the movie. There's other things I'm leaving out, little story beats and things like that, but that is the gist of chapter one. And at the end of the movie... They all make an oath to each other that, you know, if he ever comes back, they'll come back together and, you know, fight him off for good this time so that he doesn't keep doing this every 27 years. To me, watching that for the first time, knowing what these characters have been through in the film, especially the main character um, of Bill... Um, you know, because it's his little brother, Georgie, that is the very first victim of the movie. Georgie goes out with his little paper boat, and next thing you know, he's getting his arm bit off by Pennywise, and then the rest of the rest of him gets pulled in and eaten by Pennywise, and, you know, so for Bill, the whole movie is trying to find out what happened to his little brother and if he's still out there or not and 
you know, I realized through watching this movie that not only do I have to face my past and the things that have happened to me and really just allow myself to come to terms with them, but it's also one of those things that I can't let my fears, and for me, I looked at it as, you know, my addictions. Uh, or my, you know, the things that I struggle with, you know, get to me and constantly, you know, keep bringing me back to a person that I don't want to be. And the one thing that kept popping in my head while I was watching the movie, and I'm talking about first go round of this movie. I'm not talking about second viewing or third or whatever. I'm talking about the first time I saw this movie, the first thing that came to my mind is these kids are being so brave and fighting against these this clown not knowing whatever is going to happen to them why is it so hard for me as an adult to stand up to the things that I need to stand up to in my life and so that was sort of my takeaway from it and so those are two movies for two completely different reasons that really have helped me through the years and there are other movies through the years that have helped me with you know other things you know i mean there's there's a whole list of movies that i love for you know personal reasons and and different things and that's the beautiful thing about art and film and and everything but and saying all that in conclusion the reason the real reason why i wanted to say this is right now we are all under a really stressful time with everything going on in the world with covid no matter what side of the aisle you fall on you know and you know I've seen a lot of people get angry at those of us that want to slip away into fantasy land but honestly fuck those people you know it's like for me fantasy and you know, movies and and stories, these kinds of things, this is what keeps my head on straight. And I'm sure that's the case for a lot of you. And so I would say to you, don't, don't let what other people might think get to you. And, and don't feel like you have to let go of, you know, um, landmark movies in your life that have meant something to you for different reasons you know hold on to those things and and, and don't forget them and maybe for you it's not movies maybe it's music because look i have a bunch of songs that there are certain songs that if i put them on when i'm in certain moods will take me right back to certain places good and bad i have i have songs like that you know i can evoke in whatever emotion that i want to in myself by watching entertainment I know what movies to put on to make me cry and feel sad or cry and happy I know what movies to put on to make me feel scared or angry or you know whatever you know um and and that's the cool and beautiful thing about movies and you know don't um don't let anyone take that away from you and let Allow yourself to cope and deal with what's happening in the world however you feel necessary. And, you know, you might be going through things personally, you know. Maybe you lost your job or, 
maybe you've lost a loved one or something and you don't know how to deal with all of that put on your favorite movie man like just let go and let your emotions take over you know like just don't even think about it just you know get all of that out the best way the best way you know how you know and so I just want to come on and just encourage people and be like look you know we're all on this together when it comes to this whole COVID thing but also just as movie fans and entertainment fans don't let anyone make you feel bad for loving the things that you love and for the meaning to you what they mean you know so that's all I have to say don't want to drag this on too much longer thank you for listening and I hope it meant something to you and uh, we'll see you guys in the next podcast peace out